In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. And welcome to TAM Talks. Well, guys, as you know, we are continuing our series called The Next Chapter. And the truth is, every one of us have a next chapter. And thank God we do, because he's with us every step of the way. For many of you, you look back over your life and you, you say, I don't even know how I got through it. I don't even know uh, where I thought I was going with this whole story. But God walked with you every step of the way. And I have an incredible story for you today. This is a dear friend of mine. And, and Rachel Lee, you just have been a dear friend to me for a long time. I, I know the first time I saw you, I was just in love with you because you're so beautiful. And you have just this persona about you um, where you are inviting. You invite people mm -hmm. into your heart. So we became very good friends. Yeah. We've traveled through Europe together. And you've been a personal friend and even assistant to me in a lot of ways. But I knew I had to have you on this series of podcasts because if anybody has a next chapter, it's you. Mm. It truly is. And you have been an advocate for so many women and an advocate for your story. So I really, really want to, I want our audience, whether you're watching me right now on our YouTube channel or you're listening on our podcast, you need to hear this story. So Rachel, will you just begin a little bit of your backstory? I know you, um, your journey of you were in church and you just were a seeker after God and, and God kind of opened up doors of opportunity and you thought you were going one way, but God brought you another way. So give us a little of your backstory. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me. Um, it's, it's been a journey to get to where I am. And like you said, I've been through quite a few things. Um, I grew up as a Christian um, and I uh, married into ministry, actually. And I got married quite young. I met my, um, my husband when I was 20 and jumped straight into ministry after living a pretty wayward life. I was saved and uh, met the Lord, fell so in love with him and thought ministry was going to be the rest of my life. And um, was in the church setting for about 10 years with my husband. Um, and we did all sorts of things together, serving um, in different parts of leadership. And I, I learned a lot and I grew a lot. And those were probably some of my most stretching years. Mm. Um, but I don't think that's where, um, I don't think that's ultimately where God wanted me. And I think through being in the main setting of ministry, I learned that there were so many different marketplaces of ministry mm -hmm. and there were so many other things that you can do with ministry and it didn't have to look like one thing. Um, and that's what I learned. And, and when I came to Influence and I met you and Pastor Phil and I saw so many different platforms and different ways of doing ministry, that's something that really spoke to my heart and, and almost confirmed that stepping out of a traditional light of ministry was okay. And I was still honoring God by taking on another form of ministry. You know, we have to jump in here because you've just, we had to unpack everything you said. It was so good. <laughs> and I, I want to turn the page because we're going to get to the next chapter. But you said something so powerful and, and I want our, our audience to hear this right now that every day is ministry somewhere you just get yeah. to decide what platform it's on. Yeah. Because we're called to be ministers, whether it's in a local church as a pastor or whether it is the marketplace. And 
so often we feel like I'm called into ministry. I, to be honest with you, I, I hate that phrase, mm -hmm. although I've used it. I've used it in my own life. I was called into full-time Christian service. Aren't we all, I want to say? And I think to your point, when Pastor Phil and I started this church, it was let's teach people how to be believers, Christians, mm -hmm. in ministry, anywhere you go and everything you do. So I thank you for bringing that up. And I just want to say all of us need to do that. But you were on that track at that time with your husband in the church, ministering yeah. in the church. And I love how you gave honor to the fact that you learned a lot during those years. Yeah. Because even in the midst of our pain, and you went through a lot of pain, whether it be in the church or through the marriage, which we'll get to, we don't ever want to throw out the good with the bad. Yeah. And that's really important for somebody to hear because maybe you went through a hard time and so often we just say it was an awful time in my life, but good does come out of it and there was good in it and through it. So yes. I appreciate your humility and your your kind words because I think we need to be positive even about those seasons of life, mm -hmm. Rachel. And that's what I love about you is that you always said God was even with me in the midst of it. But there's multiple chapters to turn in your life. So you came to Influence Church and you worked with me with Women of Influence yes. and God was doing great things here. And then we got the word. Yeah. So it was um, in the middle of the pandemic, really right, right when it started. Um, and I was working with you and Women of Influence. And um, I started to have pain in um, my body. Well, first it started with a heart condition mm -hmm. and I was rushed to the ER and um, I had an episode of tachycardia, um, and it's something that they call SVT. And um, I went to go see Dr. Santora, who's a part of our church, mm -hmm. um, and you actually introduced me to him. And he treated me, and the following week, um, I started to feel some pain in my right breast. And um, it almost felt like within my gut feeling, just intuitively, I knew that something was wrong with my body mm. and something didn't feel right. And so I went to go get it checked. I went to go see Dr. Santora first for a follow-up with my heart. And I shared with him what was going on with my health. And he rushed me into seeing a specialist who then um, performed an ultrasound that led to a, mam a mammogram, mm. that led to a biopsy. And um, about a week later, I got the results back from my biopsy saying that I had a diagnosis for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was 29 years old. And it just wasn't something that I was expecting. Right. You know, you think this is my last year of my 20s and I'm on my way to living my best life. I'm sorry. Mm. And it just, it shook my world because this this was not supposed to be a part of my plan. Right. I, and I, I was mad at God. Mm -hmm. God, how is this supposed to be a part of my plan? I have been serving you. Mm -hmm. I've given my entire 20s to you. How am I supposed to end my 20s with this diagnosis? Yeah. And you know, Rachel, just again, your honesty and I, I want us to all hear there's two sides here. There's one who we all need to realize there's people we touch every day like you that's going through pain points. And we're also busy with our own world. We've got to stop and we have to say, how can I help you? And how can I be the hands and feet of Jesus today? And then there's those who are saying, God, why, 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 why? 
And I asked God why. I remember when you went in for your chemo and we were trying to assist you with women of influence and come and there was the God why. She's young, she loves you, she's been in ministry. And it's okay to ask the God why questions because he will answer. He answers in his time, he answers in his way. But part of a relationship with God is being able to be honest with him too. Yeah. And we know as we've turned the chapter, it wasn't even the last of your pain, to be honest. There yeah. were many more pain points to come. So you made it through and you were going to chemo. And again, this was during the pandemic. Tell the story how we couldn't even be in the room with you. We had to stand right. outside with signs and yeah. balloons. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, and it was such a sweet time. I, I look back on how I even survived these treatments mentally and spiritually without the presence of my friends and family. But somehow I made it. Not somehow, it's I was God. Say, it's God. Somehow, even yeah. <laughs> even though I tend to think that sometimes, mm -hmm. I tend to think somehow this happened, but I, I know it's God at the end of the day. But it just, it was so beautiful because this community got mm -hmm. behind me. Mm -hmm. And two of our church members, Cheryl and Maria, came with me to every chemo session did my cold capping to allow me to keep my hair because they knew this was important to me mm -hmm. and they wanted to be a part of that journey. And on my last day of chemo, you all came and you know, even though everyone couldn't come, you got to come into the facility. Mm -hmm. Everyone came downstairs with balloons and signs and, and prayed for me while I was on speakerphone. And it just was such a beautiful testament to what the church was mm -hmm. and what community was. Mm -hmm. And I could not have gone through this time without all of you guys and my family cheering me on because the truth is cancer affects you in more ways than physical mm -hmm. and spiritually and mentally, it takes a big toll. And to lean into spiritual family during this time mm -hmm. really helped me up. Um, but it was not an easy road, even no. even after I know right. you alluded yeah. to yeah. some of the hard things that I went. Well, you know, Rachel, let me just ask a question, and this may get personal, but we were there with you, and um, I love how you said as a body we come together and we are a family. But I, I wondered at times, where was Tom in this? We would come and you would be there all alone, or he might be there for a brief few moments. And, and I know um, firsthand being in ministry as long as I have that cancer's hard. It's hard on a family. It's hard on people. It's hard on spouses. And I don't know if your husband just wasn't able to deal with it or if he had to pull away, but I know you felt alone a lot. And then we have another chapter because you turn the page because not only do you find out you have cancer, but then you find out, share with us that story. So it was um, right before my second surgery. Um, so I went through 12 rounds of IV chemo. I had a double mastectomy um, and a reconstruction. After that, my oncologist put me on six more cycles of oral chemo and uh, a second surgery. So this was on my last cycle of my oral chemo, getting ready for my second surgery. Um, I was going to therapy at the time and we were going through couples therapy because I reached a point in our marriage where I told him, unless we do couples therapy and really start working on ourselves, I don't know how much more I can do of this. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for a second chance in my life, but I want these years to be quality. Mm -hmm. And um, through therapy, it actually dug out some deep roots as it does. And um, I found out some things that 
were going on um, within our marriage within the last handful of years mm -hmm. um, that that were wrong and mm -hmm. and sinful mm -hmm. and um, and it betrayed all of my trust and it was devastating to find this news because I navigated a lot through my marriage I put up with a lot of a lot of abuse, um, a lot of emotional and verbal abuse, and I learned through therapy just how deep these trauma wounds were. Mm -hmm. And I always chose to stick by my husband's side and preserve his dignity. But it came to a point where now the truth was shed over what was really going on. Mm -hmm. And it was the most devastating part of my life. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like the ending of this marriage almost felt more devastating than the cancer. Mm -hmm. Because for the first time, I felt like I had to do things completely alone. Mm -hmm. And for a second time, I was asking God why, why I have served you for these last 10 years. Why after this disease am I faced with another set of trauma that I don't know how to process. And, and the truth was I didn't know how to process it. It was really difficult and it's still difficult. Mm -hmm. And these are questions that I still ask God. Yeah. But I think I've come to a point where I've I've forgiven him. I've forgiven myself um, for being um, so upset at myself for having gone through all of this. Um, and I've just kind of come to a place of acceptance and knowing that I, I don't know what God has in store for my future, but I will not negate the blessings that he has in store for me. Wow. Wow, that's strong. You know, it's We Could Talk Forever, I Love You, and your story is so real and honest and very raw, Rachel, but as in every great book, there is a new chapter. And you went through a lot. You went through a betrayal and abuse and cancer and divorce, and that's more than anyone should ever go through, no doubt. We live in a fallen world with humanity that makes hurtful decisions, all of us. But I, one reason I really love telling your story is there is a redemptive side of life, and we can be bitter or we can be better, and there are many people, as you know, that I coach that stay in that bitter mode that only hurts them. Bitterness only affects us. Yeah. But what happens when you move into that better, and I know that you have done this, you've said, God, I don't understand. I will continue to question. I will. That's just honest. But as I'm questioning, I'm beginning to see glimmers of light that you're bringing new revelation. You're bringing new stories. You're bringing the next chapter. Yeah. And the reason I want to have you on is because there is a new chapter in your life. Because not only are you um, uh, victorious now over and an overcomer and a survivor, but you're an advocate. Yeah. You're an advocate for women. You're an advocate for breast cancer. Um, God's opening new doors of opportunity for you. And often, as you've read in every book, though, some of those chapters, you're ready for them to close. Yeah. Have you ever read a book and you just went, land the plane already. I'm ready yeah. for this chapter to finish, <laughs> right? And then the author picks up something beautiful in the next chapter. And that's where we are with you right yeah. now. It's a beautiful next chapter. So share with our audience a little bit how God's opened doors for you to be an advocate, a yeah. spokesperson, because Rachel, you're bringing so much hope to young women who don't have the strength 
that you've had along the way um, that you've taken and made for them. Tell us about that. So one thing that I really held close to through um, these last difficult number of years was you always have a choice. And when I was presented with these very difficult situations, I had the choice to respond or react. I had the choice to to talk about my story and advocate for other people who I know are going through this, whether it's on the cancer side or whether it's through a toxic relationship and they just feel like they don't have an out. I feel like God has given me the ability to speak on these issues and connect with women and to really have a passion behind what I speak about. Mm. And so I decided to take my story to social media, um, especially with the cancer side. And I just started talking openly about my story. I'm 29, I have no family history of cancer, yet I was diagnosed in the middle of the pandemic. This is what I went through. These are the side effects, not only physically, but mentally and spiritually, this is how I got through it. And my inbox just started getting flooded with a number of messages from women around the world, um, from Australia, Philippines, England, um, all sorts of places connecting with me saying, I too am X years old and I was just diagnosed and I thought I was the only one. Mm. And you came up on my Instagram and you've given me hope to show me that there is there's a chance of having quality of life after cancer because I fought for quality of life throughout my diagnosis and now I fight for quality of life after cancer Amen. and I advocate Amen. for that all the time. And, and and through this advocacy work, I've had such a great opportunity and the honor to be on um, so many local TV stations mm -hmm. and radio stations mm -hmm. and um, TV shows. And um, recently I was just on the Citadel um, on the billboard right off the five freeway and have been a spokesperson for them for this Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And God has just opened so many doors with so many opportunities mm -hmm. for me to speak on my story. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times the enemy tries to take away the power in what my story has. And sometimes I feel like I'm, am I talking about it too much? Is, you know, um, should I stop talking about cancer? But the more I talk about the things that I went through, the more I realize how many other people's lives that it's touching yes. and what God is doing. And um, honestly, I learned a lot of this from you, mm -hmm. storytelling. Mm -hmm. I mean, you yourself are the story coach mm -hmm. and working with you for so many years and being directly under your shadow and, mm -hmm. and always upholding your projects and helping you leverage all of your content has taught me to talk about my story and not be afraid to share it. So thank you. Well, thank you, Rachel. I'm, I'm just so proud I'm sitting here a little emotional because in a lot of ways you're like a daughter to me. You are, I love you dearly and I'm so proud of you and you have gone to a whole nother level. You know, sometimes God brings things along crises like this for platforms and you have done well with your platform. I'm so proud of you. And to anyone that's listening right now, how can they reach out to you? If they hear your story right now, Rachel, and they wanna connect with you or contact you, how would our audience get in touch with you? Um, I'd probably say Instagram. I am the most active on Instagram. Um, and it's at the original Rachel, which even that name alone was such a transformation mm -hmm. because I've been in the beauty industry for 10 years mm -hmm. and my social platform handle was always Rachel makeup and everything mm -hmm. that I did. Mm -hmm. And I reached a point mm -hmm. where I feel like I 
outgrew that name. And God was saying, you're doing so much more than just that. And now it's time to be the original Rachel. And so, um, I mean, it's funny that that name was even available. Available. And God was saving that for you. He really was. And, And now I almost feel like putting that name over myself has catapulted me into doing so much more and believing that God has so much more in mm-hmm. store for me. Amen. Well, check out the original Rachel. And um, I just want this to be a testimony to you. I don't know what you're going through, whether it's cancer or a divorce or brokenness in any way, but there is a next chapter. And it's okay to wrestle with God. It's okay to question God. He will be with you in the questioning. He will be with you in the turmoil and the trauma. God is with you every step of the way. But I love the fact, Rachel, that once we turn the chapter, you just began talking and God opened this door and God opened that door. So you know he's been with you every yeah. step of the way. So thank you for being vulnerable and honest and strong. So many women and even men in our church have watched you and followed you stand for your faith and your conviction. And what do we say around here? The best is yet to come. Yeah. And I know that's for you. Amen. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys so much for checking out Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And hey, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, if you would just go down, make sure you click that bell for notifications for our next podcast or YouTube that's available. And all you guys that are watching us or listening to us in any way, stay tuned. We have more stories to come. We have so much to share with you. God has a next chapter for you. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.